Welcome to 5 Minutes of Faith, presented by First Century Faith Today. Forrest and Hiram coming at you not so live. Hiram, let's talk a little bit about Romans chapter 12, verse number 1. A great verse, something that's very encouraging for us as Christians, command we got there from the Apostle Paul to present our bodies as a living sacrifice. Seems pretty intense, seems like a big aspect of Christian discipleship, but what does that really mean? You know, how do I know I'm a living sacrifice versus not being a living sacrifice? What does it mean to be a living sacrifice for God? Yeah, that's a great question, and that's a great text, and situated in the book of Romans after the first 11 chapters where you read all that God's done for us, Jews and Gentiles saving us, putting us in his family. Paul comes off that doxology of praise in chapter 11, 33 through 36, and he says, um, I beseech you, I urge you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. The idea there goes back to first our understanding of Old Testament sacrifices, which were typically an animal of some sort that was killed and offered up by the people to God as sometimes an offering for sin or an offering of thanksgiving and praise or an offering of peace or of some sort. But in this context, Paul says you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, and there are two differences. One, Paul's saying present the human body as a sacrifice, and two, he says it's living. And so the dead sacrifice had no choice but to be offered up, whether it wanted to be or not. But the living sacrifice is the Christian's decision day in and day out to get on the altar of sacrifice for God and to offer himself or herself up in service to God. And so to present yourself as a living sacrifice is essentially to render your life over to God, to give it over to God in service toward him in a way that would honor and glorify him. And if we've got questions on what that would look like practically, if somebody says, well, how do I know I'm being a living sacrifice, what does that look like? I would say read verses three through three to 21, where Paul says, you know, don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to think, but to deal soberly as God has dealt to everybody, the measure of faith in the first three through five there. And then he talks about everybody using their gift in verses six through eight and making sure that you find your place in the body of Christ. What has God gifted you with? Are you giving that back to God and Christian service? Are you using your gift, whether that's giving or leadership or service or speaking or whatever, are you using that for God? That's a part of being a living sacrifice. What about how you treat other people? Romans 12 and verse nine, Paul says, abhor evil, cleave to good, um, prefer one another. In verse 11, how we respond to hardship, our devotional lives in verse 12, rejoice in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer. How do we deal with persecution? And then really, you know, how do we deal with hardship? Verses 14 and 15, rejoice with those that rejoice, weep with those that weep. What kind of spiritual family member are we being? And then in verse 17 through 21, Paul says, essentially, how do you treat your enemies? right? Don't respond in kind. Dearly beloved in 19, don't avenge yourselves, but leave place for God's wrath. He said, vengeance is mine. I will repay. Romans 12 is an amazing chapter. It's not comprehensive of the Christian life and of all that would be required of somebody who's presenting themselves as a living sacrifice, but it's an amazing place to start. Paul has talked in Romans one through three about the human condition and sin and four through really uh, four through six about what faith looks like and how we respond to God and six through eight about God's plan to bring Jew and Gentile together in nine through 11. And then in chapter 12, he says, in view of all that God's done, 
based on all that God's done for you, you present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service is how older translations render it. Some go with spiritual worship, but Paul's saying essentially the same thing. However you render it, he's saying it makes sense for us to serve God in view of all that he's done for us. Instead of being conformed to the world, be transformed because our minds are changed in verse two. And that's what a living sacrifice does. The Old Testament sacrifice was sacrificed whether it wanted to be or not. I believe it's Robert Alter who says the problem with living sacrifices is they're always crawling off the altar. And that's up to us. We get to decide, am I going to put myself on the altar for God today? Or am I going to just basically live for myself and do my own thing? Think about all that God's done for us, especially in and through Jesus. And let Romans 12 be the roadmap to just kind of quiz and question ourselves in our lives and say, am I being a living sacrifice for God? Am I being the person he wants me to be? Am I giving up anything in order to serve God? And am I doing it every day? And if I do that, I'm the living sacrifice he wants me to be. Absolutely. Great point. I love how you brought all the Romans 12 in there. I think that's part of the part of the key there is if you keep reading, it kind of fills in some of the gaps of how to be a living sacrifice. So hope this five minutes has been encouraging and hope that uh, you can strive to continue being a living sacrifice for God. 